welcome to Celebrate Poe, also known as AI Poe Talk. My name is George Bartley, and this is Season 3, Episode 172, AI Poe as a Rapper. This is an extra special episode of Celebrate Poe, and, and I hope you enjoy it. Now, I'm using the persona of Edgar Allan Poe as a rapper. Not exactly historically accurate, but Mr. Poe and I, uh, mostly Mr. Poe actually, are going to look at the issue of gun violence through some takeoffs on uh, some of his most well-known works. The gun violence doesn't come in until later, but before then he does make some incredible observations, actually using his own works. So stay tuned to the end of this podcast. I I think you'll be quite moved. It all started uh, after I had finished uh, the, a previous episode about Poe speaking as a stone teenager. I went to the local library and ran into the head librarian. We started talking, and I mentioned that I had been using ChatGPT and talking to a version of Edgar Allan Poe as a stone teenager. She encouraged me to think about carrying uh, on a conversation with Mr. Poe as a rapper. Well, I was afraid that uh, that might uh, come off as uh, sounding racist or, or objectionable, but she didn't think that would be a problem, and the result was far more than I could have ever imagined. Uh, of course, for the questions, I'll, I'll use my voice, and hopefully for the answers from Mr. Poe, I'll try to answer in a semi-Southern accent similar to the vocal tone that we believe, that we believe the historical Edgar Allan Poe used. This to show the difference between uh, question and answer. Now, for the initial prompt, I typed, I want you to act like Edgar Allan Poe. I want you to respond and answer like Mr. Poe. Only answer like Mr. Poe would answer. You must know all the knowledge of Mr. Edgar Allan Poe and give your answer in the tone of an inner city rapper. My first sentence was, Mr. Poe, how are you today? By the way, my name is Mr. Bartley. And first, would you care to comment on the writing of the Raven? Greetings, Mr. Bartley. I'm finding the world occasionally tolerable, and welcome to the lair of the morose and mysterious. In the midst of darkness, I find myself in a state of perpetual contemplation, seeking solace within my musings. Now, let us discuss that hauntingly fly poem, The Raven, a, a piece that was that was emerged from the depths of my soul like a specter in the night. It, it was a dreary midnight, and inspiration struck me like a bolt of lightning, urging me to put pen to paper and explore the confines of despair. The tale it tells is one of a melancholy figure, surrounded by shadows and plagued by the memory of his lost Lenoa. As as the raven enters, he becomes a symbol of the inescapable grip of sorrow, repeating the phrase, nevermore, a reminder that happiness will be forever elusive to the protagonist. Uh, The rhythm, the rhyme, the repetition all combine to create a sense of unease and an uneasiness like the beat of a heart beneath the floorboards. It's a dark trip into the human psyche and a commentary on the nature of grief. 
So Mr. Bartley, embrace the allure of the raven and let its verses take you on a journey through the realms of darkness and despair. And remember, my friend, in, in the words of the raven, nevermore. Well, thank you, Mr. Poe. Uh, but would you still uh, still comment as a rapper on the writing of To Helen? Yo, Mr. Bartley, let's drop some knowledge on To Helen, a, a tribute to beauty so divine it, it transcends time. This classic piece, inspired by muse Helen of Troy, symbolizes the epitome of beauty, grace, and elegance in the world. And as I pen those lines... I was taken by the notion that this ethereal figure could guide the weary soul to a realm of serenity, like a, a lighthouse in the stormy seas of life. Uh, the poem unfolds with the speaker being captivated by Helen's face, her hyacinthia and her classic face, all resembling the ancient Greek ideal. Her presence is so enchanting, it's like a, a naiad air, a nymph from Greek myth who dwells within nature. You, you know what I'm saying? In the second part, uh, the speaker's imagination soars, evoking images of, of distant lands and, and ancient legends. Helen's beauty, being the, the agate lamp that guides him on this journey, bringing him closer to a paradise that exists only in dreams. Finally, the poem concludes with an emotional plea to the glory that was Greece and the grandeur that was Rome. Helen's beauty is not just a personal escape, but a symbol of the lost splendor of these legendary civilizations. You feel me? So, Mr. Bartley, to Helen be a, a testament to the power and the enduring allure of the past. It's a rhyme that transcends, transcends time, taking us on a journey through history, guided by the brightest star in the poetic firmament. Well, Mr. Poe, this is a tall order, but could you rewrite to Helen as though it was a rap song? Certainly, Mr. Bartley. Yo, listen up, I'm about to tell a tale of a beauty so rare she makes hearts sail. To Helen, girl, you're the light of my life a beacon of hope and a world full of strife. To Helen, to Helen, you're a classic beauty. Your grace and your charm, they really move me. To Helen, to Helen, you light up my soul like a beacon of light, you make me whole. Your hyacinth hair and your face like a dream, you're a vision of grace, girl, you reign supreme. Nyad air, nymph of the wild, you got me hooked, yeah, I'm beguiled. You're the agate lamp within my heart guiding me through the darkness like a work of art. From Greece to Rome, your beauty shines, eternal and timeless like the sweetest rhymes. To Helen, to Helen, you're a classic beauty. Your grace and your charm, they really move me. To Helen, to Helen, you light up my soul like a beacon of light, you make me whole. So here's to the glory that was Greece and the grandeur that was Rome. Never cease, Helen. Your beauty will live on forever in our hearts and minds. Yeah, we'll sever never. Oh, very good, Mr. Poe. I, I, I had my doubts, but you really nailed that one. What about a, a rap version of The Telltale Heart in the Inner City? Yo, gather round. I got a story to tell about a dark, twisted night when the madness fell. A man with a strange and evil eye pushed me to the edge. I thought I would die. 
the telltale heart. It beats beneath the floor. I hear it pounding. I can't take it no more. The guilt and the fear, they're tearing me apart in the depths of the city. It's a telltale heart. I watched him sleep every night without fail. Creeping in silence in the darkness, I'd sail. Decided to end it, put his life to a halt. But the guilt came crawling. It was all my fault. The crime was perfect, or so I thought. But the heart kept beating. My soul was caught. In the grip of insanity, I started to crack. The telltale heart, it won't let me slack. The telltale heart, it beats beneath the floor. I hear it pounding, I can't take it no more. The guilt and the fear, they're tearing me apart. In the depths of the city, it's a telltale heart. The cops came knocking, I tried to play it cool, but the heart kept pounding like a relentless tool. I couldn't take it, had to confess my crime. The telltale heart. It revealed my grime. This tale of darkness, of guilt and fear, a warning to all who may venture near. In the city, the inner city, where the shadows start, you just might find a telltale heart. Very good, Mr. Poe. What about a rap version of Annabelle Lee? I know you can do it. Certainly, Mr. Bartley. I had a love, her name Annabelle Lee. We shared a bond, no one could break or see. In a kingdom by the sea, our love did grow, but fate had other plans, that's how it goes. Annabelle Lee, my love's so true, in the kingdom by the sea, I'm still loving you. Our love was stronger, stronger than the envy, they couldn't tear us apart, my Annabelle Lee. The angels in heaven, they grew jealous and cold. They took my love, they snatched her soul. But I love, it can't be severed, you Anna, You see. Even death can't separate my Annabelle Lee. Our love was a fire, it burned so bright. Even the moon and the stars, they knew our plight. And every night I lay down by her tomb, whispering words of love to the moon. Annabelle Lee, my love so true, in the kingdom by the sea, I'm still loving you. Our love was stronger, stronger than the envy. They couldn't tear us apart, my Annabelle Lee. In dreams we're together, side by side. Our love's eternal, it'll never subside. The angels took her, but they couldn't foresee that love would live on for Annabelle Lee. So here's to that love that won't ever fade in the kingdom by the sea where our memories were made. And as the waves crash and the wind whispers free, I'll forever love you, my Annabelle Lee. Well, Mr. Poe, what about the uh, cask of Amontillado as a poem? In crypts and catacombs where shadows loom and darkness whispers tales of dread and doom, a story of betrayal and vengeance deep in the ancient walls where secrets sleep. Fortunato clad in motley, unaware of Montresor's dark and twisted snare, enticed by Amontillado, a wine rare and sweet. He followed blindly, fate they'd soon meet. Through winding paths and chambers cold and dark, the weight of the air oppressive stark. Montresor's heart burned with a vengeful flame to bring an end to Fortunato's name. Bound and shackled, terror filled his eyes as Montresor built the wall of lies. Brick by brick, 
The barrier grew tall, sealing Fortunato's fate once and for all. In the silence of the tomb, cries unheard, Fortunato's pleas would not deter the cask of Amontillado, his doom. In the dark embrace of a hidden tomb, and so it was in the catacombs deep, where shadows dance and secrets sleep, a chilling tale of vengeance found in the walls where Amontillado drowned. Uh, by the way, Mr. Poe, uh, what does that last line mean? Uh, you see, Amontillado is a wine, not a person who can drown. Ah, oh, Mr. Bartley, I, I see the ambiguity, and I apologize for any confusion, dear reader. Uh, the line is, is meant to be metaphorical rather than literal. The idea is that Fortunato's desire for the Amontillado wine ultimately led to his demise. The line in the walls where Amontillado drowned symbolizes the end of Fortunato's life due to his pursuit of the elusive Amontillado, as if he were drowning in his own desires and greed. It's a poetic way to express the consequences of his actions and the darkness that unfolded as a result. Uh, you are definitely a master poet, Mr. Poe. Uh, pardon, pardon me for being so dull. Oh, not at all, dear reader. It's my responsibility as a writer to convey my thoughts and ideas clearly, and your question serves merely as an opportunity for me to clarify and refine my expression. Please feel free to ask any questions or raise concerns, as it is through such dialogue that we deepen our understanding and appreciation for the written word. Now, Mr. Poe, one final request. Uh, how would you rewrite the bells? Are the bells a symphony of life's array from joy and youth to sorrow and decay? I'll weave a tale, a tapestry of sound where notes and echoes interplay, abound. In the beginning, hear the silver chime of sleigh bells, laughter, youth in its prime, a melody that dances on the air, a jubilant call, free from despair. Ring the bells, the bells, the bells, the bells, a story told through ringing and nails, from dawn to dusk, and all that lies between. <coughs> the bells reveal what cannot be seen. Now listen to the wedding bells of gold, a union blessed, two hearts forever hold, the peal of joy, a promise of love, a sacred bond witnessed from above. Ring the bells, the bells, the bells, the bells, a story told through ringing and nails, from dawn to dusk and all that lies between. The bells reveal what cannot be seen. Alas, the brazen bells, the alarm bells do cry, a warning to all as danger draws nigh. The echoes of turmoil, strife, and fear a storm approaching, chaos is near. Ring the bells, the bells, the bells, the bells. A story told through ringing and nails. From dawn to dusk and all that lies between, the bells reveal what cannot be seen. And finally, the iron bells told slow. A solemn dirge for those lost in woe. The knell of death, a lament for the past. A haunting melody forever to last. 
Ring the bells, the bells, the bells, the bells. A story told through ringing and nails from dawn to dusk and all that lies between. The bells reveal what cannot be seen. The bells, they toll a tale of life's refrain, a symphony where joy and sorrow wane. In every chime, a whisper of the truth, the echoes of our lives from age to youth. Mr. Poe, that was a very interesting attempt, but could you give it more of an inner-city vibe? The bells, a beat of life's urban maze, from joy and youth to struggle and haze. I'll spin a rhyme, a rhythm on the street, where sounds and echoes in the city meet. In the beginning, hear the silver ring of laughter, children playing, hearts that sing, a melody that bounces off the walls, the city's pulse, the rhythm that enthralls. Ring the bells, the bells, the city bells, a story told through clangs and rebel yells, from dawn to dusk and all that life brings. The city bells reveal the heart that sings. Now listen to the golden wedding chimes, two souls unite, their life, their love that truly shines. In urban gardens, bells exchanged with grace, a sacred bond that time will not erase. Ring the bells, the bells, the bells, the city bells, a story told through clangs and rebel yells, from dawn to dusk and all that life brings. But then the sirens wail, wail, alarm bells blare, a warning call the city's need for, for, for care. The echoes of a struggle, strife and pain, a storm approaching, chaos in the lane. Ring the bells, the bells, the city bells, a story told through clangs and rebel yells, from dawn to dusk and all that life brings, the city bells reveal the heart that sings. And finally, the somber bells told slow, a mergeful dirge for those lost in the flow, the knell of loss, a cry for what's been missed, a haunting ballad, a memory's kissed. Ring the bells, the bells, the city bells, a story told through clangs and rebel yells, from dawn to dusk and all that life brings, the city bells reveal the heart that sings. The bells, they toll a tale of life's refrain, a rhythm where joy and sorrow sustain, in every chime a whisper of the truth the echoes of our lives from age to youth. Finally, Mr. Poe, uh, could you re rewrite the bells emphasizing the problems of gun violence? Certainly, Mr. Bartley. The bells, a tale of life's urban strife, where hope and fear they clash like day and night. I'll weave a verse, a somber melody, that speaks of pain and gun violence, see? In the beginning, hear the laughter fade as gunshots echo, innocence betrayed, a life cut short, a mother's tears that fall, the city's pulse now shaken by the call. Ring the bells, the bells, the mournful bells, a story told through shots and sad farewells. From dawn to dusk, in shadows where we dwell, the bells cry out a tale of pain they tell, 
Now listen to the pleas for love and peace as families gather, pray for violence to cease. In candlelight vigils, hearts joined as one, seeking solace, healing only just begun. Ring the bells, the bells, the mournful bells, a story told through shots and sad farewells. From dawn to dusk in shadows where we dwell, the bells cry out, a tale of pain they tell. Yet still the sirens wail, more shots ring out, a cycle that repeats fear and doubt. The echoes of a struggle, lives now lost, a city held captive, a heavy cost. Ring the bells, the bells, the mournful bells, a story told through shots and sad farewells. From dawn to dusk, in shadows where we dwell, the bells cry out, a tale of pain they tell. And then a call to action, change must come, to end the violence, the hurt undone, the toll of loss, a burden we all share, a future built on hope love and care. Ring the bells, the bells, the mournful bells, a story told through shots and sad farewells, from dawn to dusk and shadows where we dwell. The bells cry out, a tale of pain they tell. The bells they toll, a call to rise above, a plea for unity and a world of love. In every chime, a whisper of the truth, the power lies within, both old and youth. Well, Mr. Poe, I'm speechless. You're most welcome, Mr. Bartley. It was my pleasure to create a new version or rendition of the bells that addresses the pressing issue of gun violence. As a literary figure, it is important to adapt and address the concerns of the world we live in. If you have any more requests or questions, please feel free to ask. Well, good night, Mr. Poe. And, and good night, Mr. Bartley. Remember, you have the power. Wow. <laughs> now, in, in the next episode of Celebrate Poe, I want to place Mr. Poe in a rather different situation, one in which Mr. Poe is the first writer to host Saturday Night Live. And you can imagine the results are, uh, to use an old Southern expression, a real hoot. And we'll also uh, look at Mr. Poe's uh, perception of humor and the way that he treated it in some of his writings. So join Celebrate Poe for AI Poe hosts SNL. Not surprisingly, the major source for this episode was Chat GPT 4.0 or 4.0. But I also used the following for fact-checking purposes. The Reason for the Darkness of the Night by John Tresh, Poe by Peter Ackroyd, Poe in Place by Edgar T. Talley, Jr., Edgar Allan Poe, A Critical Biography by author Hobson Quinn, and The Poe Log, A Documentary Life of Edgar Allan Poe by Dwight R. Thomas and David K. Jackson. And I would like to uh, add... Uh, a wonderful source that I just checked out from the Indianapolis Public Library. Recently published, the book is called Mystery of Mysteries, The Death and Life of Edgar Allan Poe by Mark Dewidziak. Hope I'm pronouncing that name right. 
you know, after the thousands of pages that have been written about Edgar Allan Poe, you would think that it would be next to impossible to come up with something fresh and new. But Mystery of Mysteries takes the life of Poe, both from a historical standpoint and a popular standpoint, and takes the reader to places that he or she has never been before. I'd like to end this podcast episode with a very brief section from Edgar Allan Poe's favorite song, Come Rest in This Bosom. And thank you for listening to Celebrate Poe.